Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Vinylism, and tonight I'm here with Kenny. What's going on, man? What's happening, guys? It's uh, it's the first social distancing, you know, episode with uh, everything that's happening, man. I haven't been able to see you guys in person for a while now. It's so. been a little bit. When was our last party? When was our last party? January. Oh yeah. The last record party we do. Yeah. And I was supposed to host it this month yeah. or this past month. Yeah. The other voice you're hearing is Chemo. What's going on, man? Howdy doody. I'm working on the front line at Target and I'm doing okay. I'm surviving. I'm trucking along. Be careful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Minute hand washing. It's always timed. Yeah, definitely. The birthday, yeah. the birthday song. <laughs> the birthday? Yeah, man. It's a. Uh, you know, you got to be careful out there. It's tough times. Been just yeah. stuck at home a lot, man. Just uh, trying to do a bunch of projects around the house. Doing some yard work, done some landscaping, fixed a light. You know, my my honey-do list is getting pretty short now. So <laughs> got to come up with more stuff to do. There's always something. Yeah, I'm going to have to break some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, you know, in a time like this, everyone's got more time on their hands. And obviously, hopefully, people are at home listening to music, spinning records, streaming. So I thought, you know, we talk about what we're listening to to get through this time. And I think we talked about we're going to break our format just a little bit, just this one time to include everything, not just records, anything we're listening to right now to get through this kind of strange time that includes streaming or whatever eight tracks uh gramophone yeah whatever (laughs) yeah your preferred uh method is yeah you got to do what you got to do that's obviously there's no live shows happening right now so uh it's all streaming and spinning and whatever else you can do on that note who wants to go first what they've been listening to uh, do you want to just rotate like one artist at a time and we'll just I do think, that? Uh, why don't we just go through it, each person? Okay. It's Fiona the cat. Hello. Kimo's cat. Checking in. Making an appearance, yeah. Yep. Kimo, why don't you go? I'll go first with, I've been listening to Noldy But Goody 1996 release, Bark Market by Elron. And that record starts off really nice with uh, Visible Cow great track that just like the first time I ever listened to it in the record store I worked out in, in, in 1996 at Tempo in Northridge, California. And uh, the first time I heard Visible Cow, I was like, holy damn, this is so good. That's by, Bar- it, Go, sorry, that's by Bark Market. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite records. It's just produced really well. D Sardi's like a really sought after producer so yeah right yeah, on. yeah sometimes you got to go back through the stacks pull, pull out some old stuff man and i think like they've still been seeing some releases but uh you know i, I think some of the some of the artists out there right now with the new stuff they're kind of holding it off a little bit because usually they're trying to synchronize it with tours when they put out a new album and stuff like that so some things are kind of getting pushed back right now so yeah yeah, kind of cool time to go and dig and dig, pull out some of the older stuff. Kimo, you have that record, Bark Market. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I forget the name of the label that released it. It's not Amer- It's on American Records, but on CD. But the LP was released on Frank Koz- Frank Kozik's record label, uh, Man's Ruin. Yeah. So that was released back then. It's a red, uh, semi uh, translucent vinyl LP, so it's really nice. Sweet. So that's an oldie but goodie, and then the other oldie but goodie—I forget what year came out—was the Story Northwest from Kansas City, and that record <clears throat> is from top to bottom is just like one of my favorite go-to records when I need to do chores around the house. It's a great, great record. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, those guys 
haven't, I haven't listened to that one in a while, but it's that, that like Kansas city sound kind of, kind of vibe going on, you know, that, that Midwest, like nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, KC kind of sound happening. Yeah. The Midwest rock sound. Yep. Pretty sure I heard them from you, Kimo, or one of you guys. I heard Gosh. them from you. So good. You have that on vinyl too, right? Uh, they don't have any vinyl actually. They they're they're just on Bandcamp through a Sun Sea and Sky Records, I think it's called. I forget. But uh, I found out about them through Train Dodge. Uh, when I went to see that Train Dodge in Oklahoma, Storied Northwest opened, and uh, it was a great show. Nice. That's that kind of leads into one of the bands I've been listening to recently too. I I, I was uh, spinning some Train Dodge, both the uh, which one or ones? Um, Supernatural geez. Disasters. I like Supernatural Disasters. Definitely, that's that's one of their best. All, like of all time that they put out like i love a lot of their stuff but that one just kicks ass all the way through and yeah, it does. Uh, <clears throat> been kind of kind of tired and lazy today so my brain is a little slow i can't remember what time what will never know your one. name or something like that time that will the, never yeah that's the one i gave one. you adam too that was like the pink cover and yeah uh, and it's prism pink, <laughs> the prism yeah, yeah. It's, it's pink vinyl too isn't it or yeah red? I listen to that like I around, was listening to that too. Yeah. I listen to that around Christmas finally after you get into me. That's a great record. <laughs> That's really good. That's their last latest one, right? From like 2016. Train Dodge. Yeah. 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 And they what those two records, what they went with a different producer for both those records. I mean the same producer for both those records, but not their usual mousetrap uh was the studio that they were recorded at with uh Carl Amburn, I think, was his name. And uh, I guess there was a falling out with that producer and they decided to go with, um, I'm not, I don't remember, Congleton, is that his last name? Or the producer, I think it is. And he's produced like older stuff. Like, I don't know if it was uh, maybe like, I can't say if it's Led Zeppelin, but I'll be too old and maybe out of, not realistic time range, but uh, I'm trying to remember Congleton. That's the only thing I can remember from that. I should look that up. Are they on like a hiatus or what? Is that one, the last one's from like 2016? They've been doing shows here and there between that time and now. They did a festival last year in Oklahoma. So they don't really tour as much per se, but uh, they're still active. And they, they, they're a 20-plus year band, too. I was going to say they were cranking it out for a while. Yeah. A albums. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I first heard of them, like, what, it was probably maybe like 1999 or somewhere around there, like late 90s was when I first stumbled across them. Yeah, me too. I stumbled across uh, On a Lake of Dead Trees, I think it's called. That's like one of yeah, my favorite records. One. Reminds me of Shiner. And uh, that's why I delved into that band is just dug into the deep repertoire of music. Even their older stuff is really good too. Yeah, I think the first one I had was called About Tomorrow's Mileage. Yep. Which uh, was, I, that came out somewhere in the mid, late 90s. I, I don't remember exactly what year. Have yeah. To, have to look it up. But uh, yeah, I just stumbled across them at a show. Um, they were just one of the bands on the bill that I'd never heard of before and been digging on them ever since. Green Dodge, great band. Anyone who hasn't heard of them should check them out. Yeah. Lots of good stuff there. Uh, who's next? Who's going? Kenny, what else are you listening to? Sure. Uh, band I've been really digging on a lot lately is King Buffalo. So I don't know if, if, if you guys got a chance to check them out much. Uh, they're a band um, out of like upstate New York. They're a pretty like self-made band. Like they've been self-releasing um, albums and doing vinyl. Like I think, I think they've done uh, three EPs and two full lengths now. And um, I've just supposed uh, to see them. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were going to be playing uh, April 8th. out here. 
just uh, like a little over a week, but that's uh, indefinitely postponed. I heard from the drummer uh, via email that they said they're trying to work out uh, getting out to LA in November, but it's yeah. set in stone yet. Uh, they're supposed to be doing a tour with the sword, oh, which I think is cool. like pushed back. And they were going to be doing that earlier, but I think that's in like the August, September timeframe now, something like that. But uh, they got a recent EP that just came out called Dead Star, which is, uh, it's pretty awesome. I've been digging that one a lot. I just, I pre-ordered the vinyl, just got that one. And um, I had had uh, Longing to Be the Mountain. I had ordered that one on vinyl a few months back. And then just, you know, trying to help out the band. You know, I got an email from them saying that they had to postpone their tour and all this stuff. And they were going to offer some discounts on their, their merch store. So uh, for anybody whose shows got canceled, so I was like, all right, man, I'll help you guys out. You know, hook me up with the code and ended up picking up uh, their first album, first full length Orion on vinyl and uh, another EP of theirs uh, called Repeater. And uh, been spinning those quite a bit, man. It's, it's, uh, it's really good stuff. It's kind of chill. It, it, you know, it doesn't sound like them, but might be like, um, you know, it's, 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 people are comparing them to like bands like Pink Floyd and that kind of stuff. I wouldn't really exactly put them in that category, but uh, it's very like kind of uh, long space stretched out jams and stuff, uh, kind of laid back. It gets heavy, some heavy guitars at times, but very melodic, moody, like really good jams. It's just, you know, really good really good pure music that's actually been kind of fitting my vibe a lot lately so what are they called buffalo springfield <laughs> buffalo soldier king, king, king buffalo. buffalo okay yeah and they do an album full of fugazi covers <laughs> right repeater <laughs> yeah so uh that's definitely one that i'm digging on digging on those guys and dead star is the most recent one mm. so that one's out it just came out i think they've uh, officially released it on march 20th so just released they were just supposed to go out on tour starting like the end of march and they had to postpone all that and uh hopefully we'll get a chance to see him out like maybe in the fall uh they get out this way and, nice. uh, aside from them another band uh, i've been digging on a lot lately is is a band called greenleaf and <clears throat> they're a band that's been around for probably almost 20 years now too they oh. kind of uh there's like Swedish, you know, heavy rock band. They kind of spun off uh, from the group Dozer. Um, it was sort of, sort of a side project from a couple of the guys from the band Dozer. And then over the years, they've actually had sort of a re revolving door of different musicians that have kind of come in, come in and played on an album and toured and they've switched it up and stuff. Um, but one of their albums that I really, really dig is uh, called Rise Above the Meadows. And... Uh, I think it came out in 2016, um, but that one, I just like, it's really grabbed me and I got that one, was able to pick it up on vinyl. It's a little hard to find. They don't, the, the pressings, uh, I guess they didn't, they didn't do that many copies. So uh, it's a little hard to find even on Discog. Some people are kind of trying to gouge the price on it, but oh. uh, I, I found, found a decent deal on eBay from a guy that happened to be in Anaheim. So it was actually like pretty easy like quick shipping deal and all that. And hmm. it's the uh, super cool limited edition blue vinyl. Um, it's pretty sweet. I've been digging on those guys a lot. It's very, it's kind of a, you know, it might get lumped into that kind of like grungy stoner Rocky kind of vibe, but uh, there's also like some like Led Zeppelin kind of vibes in there too. Very, very melodic, but like a super deep, chunky, like heavy kind of bass and drums. Uh, guitar sound and stuff that I really dig and and cool shit. So you guys you guys should check them out if you haven't been haven't been up on them. Yeah, I hadn't heard of them. Greenleaf. So how about you, Adam? What's uh what's been on your turntable? I guess I have to be the jerkwad that talks talks about streaming only since <laughs> you guys talked about records. I did buy one record recently that I have been digging and uh Porcupine Tree's second record called Up the Downstair. And uh, 
was reissued in, I think, 2016. He did all of these, Stephen Wilson. And uh, it's a really good album. I'm, I think I was telling Kimo about this. Gavin Harrison went back, the drummer, and re-recorded drum tracks for it. I think the original stuff was all drum machines on the original recording. So it sounds really good. Double record set. Finally uh, decided to add that to the collection. So I'm glad I did. Been digging on that. Yeah, like Stephen Wilson's been doing like remixing, remixing all the old recordings and stuff, right? And like they, they put out like some new new vinyl pressings of, it seems like they kind of been working their way through like the whole catalog. I think he's done everything at this point. Yeah, except maybe some of the really, the, the newer Porcupine Tree. But uh, yeah, they've all been really good quality, the ones I've heard, so. Yeah, he's doing other, other bands like prog bands. Yeah, like Jethro too. Tall. <laughs> and yeah. crimson yeah i don't know when the guy sleeps but uh somehow yeah it's eat and breed impressive music. it is and he's got another record coming out soon so oh nice so i've been digging that and uh, a couple streaming things nine inch nails just released uh a pair of albums they're instrumental him and uh his frequent collaborator atticus ross so he's just came out like what i think last thursday or friday and it's a pair of albums called one's called together and one's called locusts and uh the first one's kind of like you know it's all instrumental electronic kind of like a soundtrack work but it's a little less you know intense and then the second one locust is like a lot more kind of visceral and eerie and discordant so i've been digging on those quite a bit and uh one other thing I discovered a guitarist named Bill Frizzell. I've been listening. Oh, to him. Yeah. <clears throat> guys know him. Yeah, I know him. Great. So I've listened to his album, Music Is. I think it's from the last few years. And uh, it's a lot, it's like 18 tracks or so, but it's just all him solo guitar. And he does a lot of looping and playing over his stuff. And it's really interesting. Like, been digging yeah, yeah. A lot. He's pretty rad. I, I don't know all of his catalog, but he, I know it's pretty extensive. But he's got uh, a lot of stuff. I saw him play one time at uh, UCLA's Royce Hall. Nice. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Like it was like the Bill Frisell trio or something like that 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 night. Uh, was like, yeah, he's awesome. Was it more like straight up kind of jazz when you saw him, or with the trio? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it was jazz. It was more like kind of. I don't know, experimental sort of jazz. I mean, I, there, there's jazzy bits, but like more like kind of prog and atmospheric, a lot of very atmospheric stuff. Just kind of, I think quite a bit of it was like improvisation, like that they had like core structures and songs, but like they kind of just like go off and experiment and, um, you know, make noise and kind of go all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Very cool. Let's check that out. So, you know, keep spinning during this and uh, just a world of music out there to hear. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we got some other things on the horizon, right? Like the, we're, we're, we're all still anxiously awaiting those failure reissues. Yeah. They'll be coming out hopefully still pretty soon. As long as manufacturing doesn't get jacked up from the slowdown yeah. around the world right now. I think I told yeah. both you guys that I checked to have the shipping address changed for the for that set from my work to home. Yeah. And I asked if there was a delay to the Hello Merch people, and they responded, no. It's supposed to be next month, no date yet. So it didn't seem like they knew of a delay on that. Hopefully that comes out like it's supposed to. Looking yeah. forward to that for sure. Yeah. Especially yeah, we're kind of like fingers crossed that like the shows will still go on. Like, yeah. So they're playing the, the three albums in July at the echo. So yeah. yeah. Really hope that still happens. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, I got my tickets that the three day pass for, for the shows. So yeah. Failure fest. Failure fest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully things are, things are uh, doing better by then. And that show goes on. I mean, the guys potentially could reschedule for another time. They all live in LA, I assume. At least I know two of them do. But uh, it'd be hard for people that are coming in from, you know, out of state or whatever. 
for that. A friend flying in from Japan. Yeah, you have a friend from coming in from Japan yeah. for that. Like <laughs> she's also gonna attend the Shiner show a few days after that too. Jeez, wow. I hope it all happens. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, right Hopefully. now, you know, yeah. Right now nobody's gonna be really uh, able to fly from Japan into the US till like things kind of get opened back up. So right. hopefully hopefully that works out. When when is that Shiner show supposed to be? It's the tickets uh, go on sale for that? I'm trying to yeah, it call did. It. It, it already did, yeah. It's still available. So I I, uh, I know I, I pre ordered the the new record. Um but uh I don't think I got tickets for the show. The show is like a few days after, like the 21st of uh, July, I think. It's on Eventbrite. All right, I'll have to check. Echoplex or Echo, the Echo, Spaceline Presents. Well, also, right. speaking of things that may or may not happen, kind of transition to our next topic is good old Record Store Day 2020, mm-hmm. which originally was to be, what, next month, like usual. And yeah. that's been pushed back to maybe like the 20th of June or something, right? Is that what you guys? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what they're targeting right now. Yeah. So I'd say even that's the best, you know, best guess at this point. Who knows? Stores will be able to have people crammed in again that soon. Yeah. It kind of defeats some of the purpose if they're like shipping the records, right? Because yeah. maybe that anytime is supposed to get out and get into the stores. But... Exactly. Kima, what did you hear about curbside for? They oh, I do. saw that on record store days website that there's a list of stores that do curbside services for picking up vinyl, but I'm not sure if it's, if it's not exclusive to like record stores for the record store day purchases, but just in general, if you want to pick up albums at a record store that's local to you, there's a list on record store days website. Well, you know, I think uh, we all like to take part in that, and I hope it happens in some form. I think uh, June is a, could be a premature even guess for they might be able to have something like that. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be scheduled on time for that. We'll we see. Went, we went ahead and made our picks anyway from the list. So yeah. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh uh, one of the albums I really wanted to get, I realized at first there wasn't that much that I thought I would like to get, but now I saw this list. I'm like, oh, now you're finding time. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Mosley's First Hellos and Last Goodbyes. Uh, it's a live compilation of songs that he played uh, as the Fake No More's Reintroduce Yourself tour couple years ago and he subsequently passed away like two years ago I think it was and uh, so it's his last performances of some of the songs and one of the songs is a special release exclusive to this final so uh, it's uh, 700 copies and it's a record store day limited run release all right who is that again Chuck Mosley of Fake No More the first singer oh cool yeah I like that album. Or actually, the albums that he he sang on was "We Care a Lot," "Introduce Yourself." So, I remember. Yeah, old school stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought when I was scrolling through the the list, looking at stuff, kind of like uh, there's a couple things that caught my eye. That kind of like you're going back to, you know, the uh, like the '90s and stuff with like Bark Bark Market and things like that. Like the uh, I saw that uh, they're they're reissuing a couple records from the band June of '44. Oh man! Um, then you know they're kind of like a mid mid '90s kind of experimental rock, punk, post rock, post hardcore. I don't know whatever you would call them. You know they kind of some of their stuff, at least uh, the, the earlier stuff, uh, reminded me a little bit of like the Jesus Lizard or something like that. Where it's, you know it's kind of kind of different and uh pretty cool stuff and i they're they're doing uh reissues of their first two albums 
um, on this record store day. They're doing, uh, I think the first one is called Engine Takes to, to the Water and then Tropics of Meridian was their second album. So uh, it was kind of cool. Bringing back some of the oldies that, to be honest, I don't know if they ever released them on vinyl back in the day. I mean, a lot of stuff wasn't. It was a CD only back then, so I'm not sure. But uh, yeah. <clears throat> that was uh, yeah. one of the interesting ones I saw on the list here. I have one that I'm super interested in. I really, really want to get. It's uh, Miles Davis double image rare Miles from the complete Bitches Brew sessions, which Bitches Brew just turned 50 yesterday, 50 years old. And uh, this is like uh, four sides of like, you know, stuff from those sessions. And I've heard it all. It came out on a box set a while, like 20 years ago complete sessions but i don't know that it's ever been pressed to vinyl at least uh not like uh individually or like in a by itself it was in like a super rare edition oh so uh i definitely have to get my hands on this it's uh quantity of six thousand so yeah but his stuff usually goes quick so yeah i was able to get (laughs) the one from uh black friday last november online so (laughs) yeah so I'll probably do for this one. Good but luck yeah. with that. I hope you get it. Yeah. That's the, I saw the, a couple other like oldies, but goodies on there too. Like um, there's a lot of oldies. Like you were saying, you know, miles being like, like that, you know, 50th anniversary coming up or something for that one. Um, they have one that's being reissued uh, uh, from the band, the obsessed who uh, they're, they're kind of trumpeting as it, it's like, the obsessed started like 40 years ago. Like I guess they, I guess they started around 1980. So they, they've got this album called Incarnate Ultimate, which is like uh, I guess it's I guess it's kind of a collection of like demo tracks, B-side rare, rarities, unreleased stuff that originally got released. I think in like the early 2000s, like 2000 or 2001 or something like that. Um, but that's getting a, a deluxe reissue. And uh, it's being done by uh, Blues Funeral Records, which is uh, the guy that, that also did that post-wax series that I subscribed to last year. So it's kind of interesting. Some cool uh, old school, old school 90s stoner Sabbath doom rock or whatever you want to call it. But they have some, they have some good stuff, man. That would be kind of an interesting one to grab. I can't say I've ever heard them. I've heard of them. It's been a while since I've heard music by them. Uh, I think of the other band called The Possess. <laughs> also, the, yeah. the Possess, The Obsess. And... The uh, singer, guitar player from The Obsess is is uh, Wino. Is his nickname. It's like, I think it's Scott no, Wino. Rich. It's been yeah. in some other bands like Spirit Caravan, I think was another band of his. And he's like... Uh, you know, dude that's been around in that the heavy rock scene for a long time. Now I know who yeah, obsesses Wino's band, yeah. Kimo, what's one of your other ones? I have to say Primus, suck on this. Uh it's a remastered re-release of the nineteen eighty-nine Primus's live album on translucent vinyl with a three D cover. And it's limited to 5,000 and it's an RSD first, record store day first release. So I'd like to get that because I do like my Primus. That's a whole, all, that's all a live album? Yeah. It's got John the Fisherman. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else was on there, but uh, yeah, it's, I've had the CD for a long time and it's got the Playmation cover so i'm interested what this 3d cover will look like if it's going to be like a lenticular kind of like the not like the anima tools anima cd cover but uh you know i'm i'm interested what how how it'll look especially for 12 inch by 12 inch cover for 3d art so that'd be pretty cool nice yeah, Kenny. There's a uh, another one on here that segues into a little bit about band you were talking about, uh, 
little bit ago with uh, Stephen Wilson is a group called the Pineapple Thief. I don't know if you've checked them out much, but Adam, if you haven't, you should, because they're kind of in that Stephen Wilson porcupine tree kind of prog rock vibe. They've been around quite a long time. Uh, some of their stuff is, is really cool. And uh, this one that they're putting out, it looks like, uh, it, it looks like it's sort of a, uh, like a four song. It's a, it says it's 12 inch vinyl, but it looks like it's four tracks. And they basically went and reworked these uh, tracks with Gavin Harrison playing drums. Oh, who's yeah. Drummer has played with uh, Porcupine Tree and Stephen Wilson and- uh, Kim Crimson. Yeah. So he's been jamming with those guys and apparently they re reworked these tracks and recorded them with Gavin on drums. And that's the release that they're putting out on Record Store Day. So kind of a cool one. I think I have heard some of their stuff in the past, just a bit. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. I didn't yeah, see that on there. It's definitely in that realm of like, like that, the sort of prog style like Stephen Wilson's done quite a bit. You know, it's real moody, um, atmospheric, you know, prog rock, instrumental stuff, but good, good melodies some long songs, rocks out at times, real chill at other times. So I get that confused with, wasn't there a band called Bicycle Thief? Isn't that Josh's <laughs> band? Chemo? Yeah, Josh Klinghoffer, yeah. Yep. Totally different, probably. Yeah, quite uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly proggy, <laughs> poppy. Another one I had, some more kind of old rock, is The Doors, The Soft Parade Stripped, which is kind of interesting. Soft Parade was their fourth record. It's full of like horns. And uh, it's kind of always had a bad reputation because it was so horn driven. They've gone, they've gone back and like taken the horns off and uh, Robbie Krieger overdubbed some new guitar parts, which is kind of controversial with some, <laughs> but uh, it's like, I can see it's not even all the tracks from the album, but it's two sides worth and new mixes without horns. I'd kind of like to hear that actually. Uh, I think it's already come out in the box set that came out last year for this, but that could be kind of cool to have as like a curio. I'm a big Doors fan, so but I didn't mind the horns. I like the Soft Parade album. I think it's pretty great. But uh, wouldn't mind. Yeah, it'd be interesting to check out. Yeah. Of course, it's going to be controversial. Some people are like, you know, big diehard fans that are going to be like, don't touch the originals. You right, know? of course. Like you're messing with the past. But this is, uh, they have 12,000 copies of this. So exclusive release. I hope to get my hands on one. Right on. Chemo. Hey, Chemo. <laughs> is, is he frozen? Still, still with us? I think he might have uh, lost his connection. Oh, jeez. Oh, he dropped off. Well, he'll be, he'll be back. Then there were two. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he pops back in. What else did you see on here, Kenny? Um, How about this best of Jerry Garcia? I, I, was gonna I was gonna mention that one. I was actually on the tip of my tongue. Is it like a four LP, it's four LP box set or something? It's five LPs. Yeah. It's pretty much all the Jerry Garcia you could ever want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see there's some live stuff on here too. Pretty, pretty cool. Some of this I already have on some of his solo records from uh, Garcia and Reflector. And... Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, probably be a bit pricey. But, oh, absolutely. You know, five five LP set, you know. So, but uh, it'd be some good stuff on there, man. I I do like some Jerry Garcia, and sure, there's some some good jams on there. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get Chemo back on the uh, the line with us shortly. Here, I'm sending him a link right now. So, what else did you see on this big bad list? Uh, one of one thing one of, that I wanted to bring up that's kind of poignant for um, the times we're going through right now is uh, they've got a uh, John Prine, the Atlantic albums. Yeah. So like his first four albums are, are getting pressed here for this this release. Is that a set? Is that like a full uh, record set? Well, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, a special four LP, hundred and eighty gram box set, and um, 
you know, John, John Prine is like great, like singer songwriter, kind of folk singer, Americana, you know, country style sometimes, but he's got some really great stuff. I've got a couple of his records here in our set from uh, stuff that Layla's had in, in her collection here. And uh, it's kind of poignant because he's uh, apparently in the hospital in critical condition with the coronavirus right yeah, now. Yeah, I heard that over the weekend or beginning and, of this week, yeah. Yeah, he's like 73, I think now, and and uh, in pretty rough shape. So honestly, I'm not, not sure whether he's gonna pull through or not. Yeah, it could be very fatal. Yeah, so it, that sucks, really, really a bummer, really sad to hear that um, along with, you know, many other people who are suffering. But the fact they got his first four albums being released in the box set for this uh, record store day was, could be a cool thing to add to the collection. Yeah. Hopefully he pulls through. Okay. Yes. I haven't heard too much, man. I mean, I've, there's some other artists. Um, there was something recently posted to the, uh, I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but uh, the singer from the band Fountains of Wayne. Apparently he's hospitalized with the coronavirus right now in New York. Oh, I didn't see that. And uh, he's done a bunch of other stuff, doing music um, soundtracks and stuff for uh, movies and TV shows. And apparently he's been like Grammy nominated, Emmy nominated, stuff like that. So he, he's been a pretty prolific artist as well. And that, that was like a recent thing I saw on the news too. So. Hey, uh, segueing, segueing from Jerry, I'm sure you saw the, uh, Five LP live Grateful Dead, Buffalo, uh, May 9th, nineteen seventy seven. I I did see that on there, but um, five LP set know. with a custom etched tenth <laughs> side. I heard this is actually a really good uh, live show by them. It's pretty storied, I think. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it could be a good one, man. I, I honestly, I don't have um, I don't have any of their live. Uh, recordings on vinyl. I don't either. I have like the one of the record store day things from I think last year or the year before. It's just kind of short. But yeah, I mean, I guess they. I don't know. Is this, is this like a new one that hasn't been pressed before? Because I mean, they've got so much stuff in their catalog. Yeah, like, that I don't know. I mean, it's probably been pressed before or released before, but yeah, not for sure. Yeah, yeah. nine sides worth, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, you just got to, uh, you know, pop the uh, the purple tab yeah. and uh, let this carry away all through the night, man. Yeah. <laughs> what else did you see? Uh, well, I saw Bob Mould's got one oh, on he... here, Circle of Friends, which I think is a live album. I didn't see that. That hey, uh, Chemo's back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I had to powder my nose. Oh boy. AKA, <laughs> AKA router went down. Oh, you seem like you're back. Yeah. Good as new now. So what else did you see on, I was sending it over to you, Kimo, when you got bounced. So what else did you see on here that you hadn't mentioned? I wanted to get Refuse Not Fit for Broadcast live at the BBC. And, uh, it was a Mida Vale Val in studio obsession for BBC Radio One's rock show with Daniel P. Carter, crystal clear vinyl, and uh, exclusively for Record Store Day 2020, and has Economy of Death available for the first time on this vinyl. And I think it is pressing a 3500. 12-inch vinyl. Nice. And so, kind of want to get that, and and uh, that's my Refuse collection. Right on. I saw that one on there. Yeah. You know, did you see this uh, Goblin's Greatest Hits, Volume 1? Goblin's Greatest Hits? No. Yeah. It's a, it's a single record. No, it's a 2LP it's only seven seven fifty. It's a limited regional. Oh, run. Yeah, but uh, there's some all the great stuff on there, like Suspiria and Profundo Rosso. 
I'd definitely like to have that. Wow. I'm trying to look it up. What else? Anyone? The just blowfish. A hootie. Got to have that. It's uh, John Lennon. <laughs> Some hootie and the blowfish. <clears throat> That's some other other stuff. Uh, let's see, they're they're uh, reissuing uh, one from uh, Galaxy Five Hundred. It's kind of a old, like late eighties, early nineties, uh, like indie rock band. I remember them. I just don't remember what they sound like. <laughs> they have some cool stuff. You get the Biffy Clyro, Kenny. You know, oh, it's a seven I've inch. Kind of, I've kind of fallen out of love with Biffy Clyro. I really like their album Puzzle. That album was pretty awesome, and I saw them play live uh, shortly after that. But they've gotten really poppy since then, like in and not in a good way. So honestly, the last the the last couple of albums that they put out, I tried to listen to it and get into it, and I'm just kind of like, ah, yeah, not doing it for me. It's a shame because their early stuff was great, man. They they used to rock, but it's like uh, it's just it's kind of sounds cheesy and poppy now. That is the rods of the money, <laughs> the money grab. Oh, there's a live. Album, I, I see a live dinosaur junior here, and I see a. Uh, did you see this Greg Dolly seven inch? <clears throat> I, I've never seen, I, uh, seen his last name there. Yeah. I Greg Dolly is a, a ghost. I'm not that familiar with that Girl with one. North Country on the other side. I think that's Dylan's song, if I'm not mistaken. It's just like a like a 12 inch single. It's a seven inch. Oh, okay. Yeah, you notice Post Malone's got a couple of those little three inch special dealios. Oh, does he? Everybody's still getting those little, still those doing little mini records. I guess so, because they're like I think. I thought that's what it was. The Post Malone say like three inch vinyl. Didn't he do that last year? <laughs> yeah. Probably. They did it for record store day. They did it last year for what? Foo Fighters or someone had them. Who was it last year? Big oh, Me. Remember? Yeah, was Big Me was a single on there. <laughs> Get <Yeah>. it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the debut album from Suede, or AKA the London Suede. I had the CD. It's pretty good. I'm not sure I'd need it on vinyl, but uh, apparently it's the first time in the U.S. for Record Store Day. But uh, it's a pretty good record. Early suede, kind of glammy, heavy. Along the lines of Space Hog, yeah, which is releasing Resident Alien, two LP RSD exclusive, a uh, number of thirteen fifty copies will be pressed for that. That's the album that had the had the hit on it, right? Had their hit song on it. Didn't they only have one? Yeah. What was the name of it? <laughs> in, the mean, in the meantime? In the meantime? Yeah. In the it's meantime. Pretty, pretty great song. Where our friend Brian's one of his big uh, karaoke tracks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just rock band. I don't can't remember. Uh, one of those things. So a few other quick things. John Lennon, Instant Karma single. I've always loved that song, and it's kind of a track that was never on one of his albums officially. It'd be kind of cool to grab the seven inch of that. And did I miss anything else? There's a The The single. I think it's a new song called I Want to Be You. It has a B-side. Hmm. Kind of cool. Haven't heard much from uh, Matt Johnson, guy behind The The for a while. He's been touring. Didn't they play some shows a couple years ago? Did some shows the last few years. I saw them at the John Ford Theater out here. Pretty great. So, like above uh, cool. a lot. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much the stuff I picked out. Yeah, the last one I, I say would be Nativity in Black, the tribute to Black Sabbath. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's Faith No More, Corrosion of Conformity, Al. Elaine Jorgensen or Alien Jorgensen or Al Jorgensen. Al Jorgensen. Sin. And uh, it, with his band, A Thousand Homo DJs, 
uh, Sepultura is on there. So it's got some old school metal classics on there covering Black Sabbath of all bands. I think I've heard that. I heard that back in the day, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find that on here. Some good stuff on there. The Again. With the Angel. Apparently is yeah. Apparently it was recorded back in the early '90s and never put out on vinyl in the U.S. Yep, I'd like to get that. I think Thousand Home with DJ's covers. It's uh, Super Not. Nice. I like their version of it. Both versions are good. Yeah. Kenny Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm sure you're gonna want to grab that. Of course. Already got it. It's in my, it's in my collection. <laughs> you already had it. Spins it backwards so it plays Slayer. <laughs> Bone thugs. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. There's uh. Let's see who else is on here. Sean. See, Sean's got yeah, one on here. We're talking about Sean. Some uh, Matthew Matthew Shreddy instrumental guitar rock. 1500 copies, single LP. It's a RSD first. Yeah, I was thinking about getting that too if I had the Skrill, to, if I can afford it at that point. Yeah. <clears throat> That's yeah. always the uh, limiting factor, especially if you're getting any of these box sets or something. Oh. Like so, like the, uh, the clutch box set, the obelisk. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Yep. Heard about that one. Yeah. Kind of intense. Isn't like 10 records or something? Sheesh. All the clutch you'd ever want. <laughs> Maybe a little too much. Is it? San... <laughs> I wonder if Bull Moose has like a price for it. Yeah, I could check. Here it is. Should check if Bull Moose has a price. Obelisk, obelisk, obelisk. 16. 16 records, dude. Jesus. Oh my god. That's like 32 sides. <laughs> yeah, it must it's gotta be like their whole uh it's gotta their be. whole catalog plus a turntable slip mat and a signed lithograph. 218 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad for that much stuff. If you really, you know. If you're a hardcore fan. Yeah, it looks like a nice yeah. box, like 550 of those quantity. Uh, those will go fast. I finally pulled up the, uh, going back to the Sabbath tribute, Nativity in Black. And my friend had this CD when it came out. I remember the Megadeth cover, Paranoid. I remember the great. Oh, uh, God. Uh, <laughs> what? Nick Manza. Oh, yeah. Nick. The Nick. 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 And then the, uh, the War Pigs by Faith in the More, pretty great cover of that. It seems yep. pretty inspired. Yeah, that's from the real thing era. That's a good uh, tribute album right there. Yeah, it is. I'd like to get that. Two LP, yeah. two thousand copies, and it's an RSD exclusive again. Yeah, I I would bet those will go fast. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably findable. Hopefully, hopefully affordable. I think uh, we covered the list pretty well. Yep. Awesome here, you guys. Hopefully, we get to have Record Store Day. I know that's like, you know, they've canceled Coachella or they've postponed Coachella. They've postponed a lot of stuff. It's just a pretty odd off year when Record Store Day is not happening in normal time. A lot yeah. of things aren't, hap- aren't aren't normal right now, so that's you know. Well, it's going to be even even more reason to support it and go out, support these local stores, do our part to help, like kind of kick things back into motion once uh, things kind of ease up and we're out and about and stores are opening back up. So, yeah. Support the bands. And support your store too. Support your local store. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Got Atomic Records over here. Freak Beat Records. Yeah, that's my spot. They got any record stores out near Westlake, Thousand Oaks? out, Out where you're at? Uh, I saw something, but I haven't been to the store yet, but there's one called Record Outlet. It's an older store, but that's very 
it's a very small one, but there's supposed to be one in Westlake, but I I don't even know where it is. I got got to look up Yelp and find out where that one is. I think I did see that on Yelp. I was looking for stuff in the area to check out. Yeah. Never got to. I haven't gotten around to it yet myself. But we will. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, I think that about does it for this installment. Chemo, final thoughts. Uh, support your support music. Support the band. Support the record scores. Hopefully, we'll get money from our government. With that stimulus, hopefully, will help us out and get us back to normalcy. And hopefully, this lockdown won't be forever. So, all right, that's yeah. my take. Kenny, final uh, thoughts. Yeah, I've got similar sentiments. You know, I mean, my my heart definitely goes out to everybody that's struggling right now, uh, everyone that's out of work and losing money and figuring out how to pay their bills. And definitely, uh, we got to do our part to support the local businesses, local artists, even non-local artists, whatever. Right? I mean, it, this is the kind of stuff we all need. Going through hard times, you got to have good music, man or whatever yeah. kind of arts, right? Movies and TVs, the artists that are creating that stuff, like with, without them, our lives would be less interesting. So we gotta try to support, especially those smaller artists that are gonna be hurting right now, so. Well said. Positive vibes, man. Positive vibes. Yeah. Love going out to everybody. Hopefully things turn around. Nice. Well, everyone, until next month, uh, hang in there, be safe. Stay healthy and keep spinning. All right. Until the next time. Thanks, guys.